0: Hello and welcome to the Cultivate Podcast with our hosts, Jennifer Howes and Amy Bloy. Both the Howes and the Bloys planted churches over 20 years ago in Atlanta, Georgia, and have a desire to see other women in ministry encouraged, equipped, and connected. On this episode, we'll be talking about the different seasons of life. Let's listen in.
1: All right, so Amy, give me an update on your family, on the boys, on what they're up to, that kind of thing.
2: Okay, let's see. Our boys met their girls in COVID kind of at the same time. Okay. We had two weddings within six months. Oh, wow. And so I'm a boy mom, never had any girls, and now I have girls. So Fun. the latest for them is that, um, and it's just been sweet stories of watching God just come through for them. Um, but Taylor is a coach in the Kansas City Royals organization. Okay, So he's been a pitching coach and... um so that's been fun. They never know where they're going to live next. It's like year to year. And who so did he marry? We're waiting. He's married to Becca. Okay. Becca. Um, she went has, to Sanford, right? She did go to Sanford. Okay, yeah. And she has a job where she can work remotely. Okay. Like on the computer, um, like a marketing job. And she's amazing. She's so supportive and sweet of him. For him. And so that's been really fun. Um, and then Zach married Kelly. And Zach is a student pastor in Missouri. Okay. And so it's like they're married to these amazing girls, and Kelly's finishing her master's degree, and they're just partnering together, do student ministry together, and, and it's been really sweet. But I don't have any kids at home, and not even in the state of Georgia. They're you have, <laughs> And you have
1: dogs and grand dogs, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, we have two dogs. Yes. Gibson. Who's the English lab and Lucy Montana. Yeah. Who is a labradoodle. And one grand dog who's just he's just a tiny puppy, but he's awesome. His name is Tucker. What about you? You have one you have. One I have dog.
1: one grand dog. <clears throat> and our grand dog is Lil G. He's a Frenchie, <laughs> a French bulldog, and he's we think he's half pig because he likes snorts. I don't know if all Frenchies snort, but this one snorts. So, um, anyway, but we have, so Jolin, he's actually, he's one of the producers of the pod. He's 26. We love, probably one of our favorite things in life is that he works with us at Greystone. That's awesome. And we talk about it all the time. And I, like, last night I was at church waiting in my car for Jesse, who didn't want to leave church, which is the best. And he's playing basketball with all these kids. Joel and his, he's one of our student pastors. And I just, my heart was so full Yes, um, that God's called him to to love kids and to lead them to Christ and get them involved in the kingdom of God, which is amazing. And then we have a daughter, Julia, who's in grad school and she's in her last year. She will be a licensed professional counselor. We're so proud of her. That's she's a awesome. natural, and she's working at a um, a counseling office now, and she's just amazing. And she's married to Matthew. And Matthew, we met years ago. He his parents are missionaries in Brazil that Greystone supports. And so years ago, Joel and Julia, they went on the mission trip when I think they were 15 and 16. And so, and they met, you know, of course the Duns, their family. Um, But then Matthew and Julia didn't start dating until it was right before COVID actually. So they, they started dating during that. um, And they got married in 2021 and they're just an amazing couple, and that little dog is um, <laughs> is a mess, and he's cute. They actually, this is super sweet, but they're living with my dad right now, and um, more or less to help him out, but it's helping them out too because yeah. they're saving money to buy a house. They'll buy a house soon. And then Jesse, our baby, we call her the grandchild, right? but she is 15, <laughs> And what I love so many things about Jessie, but one of the things is she keeps me updated like on makeup and styles and hair. Yes. And one thing she's told me is that my jeans are like split ends. I'm like, what do you mean? She said, mom, you know how when hair starts out mm-hmm. good and then in the end it's splits." she goes, those are your jeans, which basically she's saying I'm out of style, <laughs> Like she said, and I, I am. She said, "No one wears jeans anymore that show your ankles."
2: Oh well, yeah. look at us. Yeah, both, both of, of us, us are us. way out of it. But I'm right fifty two, and I
1: really don't care. Okay. what she says. I but love your jeans. Thank actually, you. I like them too. I really I like, like, them, like them. But I have bought. She and I were in altered state the other day, and we bought matching jeans that Ah, are flared. Of course, mine were about 10 sizes bigger than her. But um, anyway, I'm like, do you care that we're going to have matching (laughs) jeans? And she's like, no.
2: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so, um, but we're having a fun time with with our kids and doing life. And um, it's a good season for that. So today, we thought it would be good to talk about seasons. Yep. And so I know this is something that's on your heart. So when you talk about seasons of
2: life, seasons of ministry, what do you, what do you think about? Well, it's almost, I, I guess I just think about the regular seasons, like in the year, spring and summer and fall and winter, and those are all natural and God made them and he made seasons in our life, you know, yeah. the same. Um, actually, I have a couple of things that that I had written down and, and I, I have this little list of seasons of like victory, waiting, serving, suffering, seasons of listening or sowing or renewal or seasons of motherhood or prosperity or success. Um, even seasons of reflecting but not making major moves, or seasons of reaping the things that you planted, yeah. seasons of working like crazy when, when you're really exhausted. Um, but Ecclesiastes 3, one, we all know that verse, it says, to everything there is a season, and there's a time for everything, a season for every activity under heaven. And just the fact that God created seasons. We talked a little bit about just embracing the season that you're in. Um. And I've I've watched a lot of women just mourn this season that they're in, like, like they loved it before when their children were little, and then it, it's it's weird because like moving into an empty nest, a lot of people this age are feeling like my whole life is over because the purpose of my life was to have kids in my house and to raise them. Now they're gone, so I don't know what to do with myself. Um, like, we can tend to lose our identity in different seasons, you know. But um, I guess I just want to encourage women that you can embrace the season that you're in. And it can be a sweet thing, even mm-hmm. if it's difficult. But seasons also are short. Like, usually right. they pass, and a new season will come. Like, as much as I love summer, I've always been like a summertime girl. Like, fall is coming, and I'm so excited about it. Yeah. Because seasons will change. And in our life, like, if you feel like you're in a season where your your kids are just little, and they're running around driving you nuts, like, God will bring you into a new season. And I know. I think about, like, I don't want to wish things away. For sure.
1: Because life is short. Life is short. And I remember thinking, so we had two kids, Jolyn and Julia, when they were 9 and 11, I found out I was pregnant with Mm Jesse, And it was a surprise because I had been told if I wanted to have another child, I would need to see a specialist. And I remember I knew I was pregnant. This is hilarious. I was driving Joel and and Julia to tennis lessons, and it was about a 30-minute drive, and we passed a Chick-fil-A. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon. And I remember thinking, if I don't eat right now, I'll die. And then I thought, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The only time I've ever felt like that is when I've been pregnant. See, I feel like that every day. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> no, the, I knew. I knew I was pregnant and so I thought, "Oh my gosh." And then I I didn't even tell Jonathan that day. And I didn't take a pregnancy oh test, God. but I you just, just knew. was like, I knew. And what the sweetest blessing. She is the sweetest she's blessing. Fun. But I remember thinking, "Okay, if I can just make it till she's two, we'll survive." Cuz we were in the throes of yeah. like all star baseball and softball and piano lessons, guitar lessons. Right. Like I was, like you're a taxi. Yes, and season. I was working with the yes. other two. I wasn't working, so she had to go to daycare. Then after daycare, we had to go to um, ball games, and I I remember waking her up from a nap to drive Julia to piano lessons, and just like thinking, this is terrible. But Jesse turned out great. She didn't care. I was the one that was like freaking out, but um. Those, so I, I, I don't know, wish, you don't want to wish it away. And even now, so she's 15 and she has her learners, but she's really not driving. She hasn't asked to drive. And Uh so there's no like rush. Um, But sometimes when, you know, 15 year, year old girl is sometimes drama. I'm not saying she is always drama, but sometimes drama. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, three years and she's out but I don't want to wish that away either, you know? So it's an interesting in parenting, especially, but then in ministry, Mm -hmm. I really resonated with what you said about there are seasons when you have to work your tail off, Mm -hmm. like first planting the church, right. Or moving into a building. And I don't know about y'all, but after COVID, Trying to get people back to church—it's right? like
2: we had to push restart and go yes. back and
1: start all over yes. again. In in some work ways. our tail off, mm-hmm. but then you do have seasons of of reaping too. Yep. Um.
2: So tell tell us a little bit about you right now, and the seasons uh, that you're so in. You're going through some I'm going difficult through some seasons. Stuff.
1: Yeah. So basically, two years ago. Both my parents um, were ill. My dad got paralyzed from the COVID vaccine, and my mom was, um, her ovarian cancer came back at the same time. And we had a season of about three months when they were both in and out of the hospital. Neither could drive, neither could take care of themselves. So my sister and I helped. We had full time caregivers, we'd kind of gotten them on the mend. Um, and so we had a good 2022. 20, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I'm so thankful for that. And they had a good 2022. And then um, in January, my mom's cancer came back. And we knew at the very beginning that she may or not may not make it, but she was willing to try chemo. And so she tried and we gave it our all. I say we because it was like a a full time job. So I I say this was a season that we were thrown into. um, And I'd never done it. And so now I can totally relate to women who are trying to figure out care for their parents. And like I had to learn how um, Medicare works and caregivers and all the things. And my dad needed full-time care during covid mm-hmm. and i couldn't even imagine him going into a place that's when you couldn't visit people so here i mean it was crazy so i had to figure out all of that while raising we saw jesse at home yeah. and my daughter was getting married it was a crazy time but anyway this year um we tried all we could and i gave it my all we all did and my mom died mm-hmm and you were a good friend during that time and called and reached out and a lot of people we had so much support and it's it's something everyone goes through everyone loses right. their parents right. at some point mm-hmm. but i'm going through a season of grieving the loss of someone and I, I just adored and i'm so blessed to have a mom i know not everybody does mm. Not everybody has a mom that is fierce. She was fierce. And she fought. For me and my sister. And you're a great daughter. You're a great daughter. Thank you.
2: I I just I loved her. Um and she and she knows that. She knows how much she yeah. was loved is loved. Yeah. And that's that's important.
1: It was sweet. We had a good, even though it was a hard two months. We had some funny times, and I had all my kids for my birthday. I asked them to come to Gainesville because my mom was in the hospital, mm-hmm. and I said, well, well go see Grammy, and then we'll go to Culver's." They're like, "Mom, why are we going to Culver's? Like, what's special about Culver's?" I'm like, "I like Culver's," and then I was thinking, and it's quick. Like, so we mm-hmm. all—I don't remember if we ate first or went to Culver's first. Eight and then went to the hospital or vice versa. But um, we got in the hospital and my mom was hysterical. She had put makeup on. She was feeling terrible and she was on pain meds, but she had put makeup on and she joked with all the kids. And we, just, we had some really funny moments. Um, we also got to all be in the room when she passed away and that was special. Um, so anyway, God has been with me this whole time. And he's taught me so many things. He's met me like my verse was um, that basically that God would support me during my grace is sufficient for you for my powers made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more proudly about my weakness so Christ's power may be known. And so I would walk into church. I would walk into Bible study, walk into whatever I was doing quoting that verse, yeah. his grace is sufficient for me. So I feel really good about a lot of things, but I am grieving. And yeah. so this is a new season and it's God is using it, but it's trying to figure out. And I I was talking to Jonathan last night and I said, I'm so tired. He said, why
2: are you so tired? I said, because <clears throat> grief takes a lot yes. of energy. And it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Sure. Um, so, and people grieve so differently. Yeah.
1: And I'm trying, you know, and I'm, it's something everyone goes through. And in the grief, um, God is doing things in my heart. He's doing kind of like we talked about before in calling, like he's calling me to new areas because I've experienced life differently. Um, And now I get to serve my dad and help him. And my kids are awesome. Jolin goes to the movies with them once or twice a week. Julia, like I said before, stays with him to, you know, just to keep his spirits up and help him. Uh-huh. Um, we're in this new season and I'm learning, doing life and ministry. We're, we're real people. Um, yeah. I'm grateful for our church. Our church is super sweet. And they've stood, they've really loved me well during this time. And I'm super grateful for that. That's Um, good. But I think embracing, like you said, the season you're in, recognizing it. um, I think being real with yourself, like naming it. Okay, so what season am I in right now? That would be a good thing for our listeners to think Mm -hmm. about. Like, just name it. Call it what it is. I have a counseling background, and that is one of the things that a counselor would say. Like, until you name the problem or name the issue, you really can't go anywhere um, with healing or help. Or, But name the season. Lord willing, a lot of us are in a great season right now, and we can yeah. say that. Yeah. But some of us are in a challenging one. Like you talked about, um, there are women listening that have special needs children, are worship leader has two special needs daughters. They spend their life taking care of these special needs daughters. They they do it better than anybody I've ever seen, but, um, they've had to name it and accept it. This is the season we're in. Um, and I think naming, the problem, maybe even Um, Jesse, this is funny, but I grew up in Miami, Florida, and I do love summer too. And it is my season. So like, we're getting to where it's almost getting cold. And everybody else that I know is like, I love fall and I love football (laughs) weather. And I'm like, no. (laughs) So two or three years ago, the, it was fall or winter, and our hydrangea that the kids had given me for Mother's Day, we know what hydrangeas do. They all, they wither up, and they look dead. Mm-hmm. And so Jessie was asking me about the hydrangea, and she said, and I told her in the winter, it withers up, but when it gets warm again, it opens up, regrows, and blooms. And she oh, yeah. goes, kind of like you, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> because you only like summer. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're right. But... um, I think finding joy in every season, even if it's one you don't like, is important.
2: And and true joy is different from just happiness. Like true joy yeah. we only get from Jesus because it's a fruit of the spirit, right? right? And we can't manufacture that, and we can't say I'm going to squeak out some more joy. I'm going to like try to be happy, you know, and smiley, but we can have joy in difficult circumstances only because of Jesus and just leaning into him. And I think when we go through difficulties um, that we just have to lean in. You just have to lean into him and mm-hmm. just like, now I'm getting get sad because you're sad. But just like leaning over to him and saying, like, God, you're all I have right now. I'm just going to lean into you. You right. know, like laying your head over on him mm-hmm. and saying, just give me everything I need. Like, you have to fill me up right now because I'm empty. Like, I've got nothing. Right. And he does that. He He comes along because he lives inside of us and he has the ability to give us everything that we don't have in those seasons when you feel like dry or empty and and he can bring you joy in the midst of that right, right? because it's part of the fruit of his spirit is
1: joy and one thing i learned during our hardest season um in 2018 a couple things i felt like god was all i had but he was all i needed mm-hmm. you know and i remember waking up I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I would wake up at 2 a.m. just so sad and meet with Jesus. And I was talking to someone the other day, and I, they were confused why they were in the season. They were in the valley, the, you can the wasteland. You can call it whatever you want to. Scripture talks about it all the time. But we learn things in the valley, in the wasteland, mm-hmm. that you can never learn on the mountain. You don't learn it on the promised land. You learn it when you're in the valley. And I see the things that God built in me in our hardest times prepares me for what we're doing today. And I'm grateful for it. Um,
2: I don't want to go back. (laughs) Lord, please, no. But... um, Sometimes you need that palm tree that's in your backyard. Oh yeah, yeah, we have the palm tree. That's
1: God did give us. So he, we during one of our hardest times, we got to move to a um, a house that has a pool in the backyard and it has palm trees. And so I do feel like that was a little just okay. God knew we were going to go through a hard time, yes. but He gave us like I call it paradise.
2: Uh-huh.
1: It's our little piece it. of paradise, and we
2: love it. But um, and you know what? Let me say this too. When, when you are in ministry and you have a friend who's flourishing, like celebrate with them and flourish, like enjoy the fact that God's right. blessing them. Like I've been so happy that you have mom trees. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and I don't... And don't ever like wish that you had what other people have. Like it, celebrate. That's what true friendship is, right? It and is. in ministry, we have to celebrate each other. And you don't ever look at somebody and think, "Oh, I'm going through a difficult time. She has she has it so good." You know, I wish I had what whatever that many followers or the palm tree in my guard. Like we all have different yeah. seasons, and you celebrate other people's seasons right as well you we celebrate had a speaker, the
1: good. Um, we had sophie hudson who i had not met before but she spoke at our women's event she was hilarious and funny but one of the things that she encouraged us to do as women is um the very same thing celebrate our friends successes and she said that someone else's success doesn't mean ours is less Yes. And when we can, and her scriptural example was Mary and Elizabeth. They celebrated each other's pregnancies. And Elizabeth, um, her miracle wasn't any less because Mary also had one. You know, I love that. I've never heard that before. She was really good. She brought a lot to that story, but I totally agree. I but I think it's a decision you have Mm -hmm. to decide not to get jealous, Uh not to wish God gave you what He had given someone else, but that you were in a different season. Yeah, you you have to make that decision. Like, thank you, Jesus, for where I am today, and um, I'm going to celebrate that. And your and your true friends will celebrate it.
2: Yes, and. And to truly be sad with people who are sad, like to walk with people. And I think when you have walked in sadness, it makes you, it makes you aware. I I heard someone say yesterday that pain makes you aware, like it just makes you aware of your circumstances Mm -hmm. and it makes you aware of other people's. So we have to stick together as girls in ministry and we have to love each other, cry with each other when we're struggling and pray for each other and then celebrate big when, when our girls are, you know, going through blessing times. Awesome. I agree.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the Cultivate Podcast. Just like there are natural seasons in the year, there are natural seasons in life. There are seasons of happiness and there are seasons of sorrow. But no matter what season you are in, you can find joy in your relationship with God. God teaches us so much when we are in the valley, things that we could never learn on the mountain. The situations we have been through is just God preparing us for today and what is to come. What season are you in? Are you on a mountain or a valley? We encourage you to seek God in both. No matter the circumstances, God remains the same, good and loving and our rock. Thank you again for joining us on the Cultivate Podcast. We hope this episode leaves you feeling encouraged and inspired. And if you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe now so you can listen in on our next episode.